Well, I am with Ty Pepperdine and very grateful for this opportunity. Ty, thanks for being with us today. Amen. And uh, so our audience would be our our friends, uh, missionaries that are out there uh, serving the Lord, and I praise the Lord for them. Uh, Others that might be interested in missions, and praise the Lord for them. Uh, Anybody who wants to serve the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we're grateful for that. We're living in the last days. Um, anybody that will progress the gospel forward, uh, praise the Lord for that. Mm -hmm. Well, Ty, you serve as our deputation director. That's one of the many hats that you wear. And um, maybe on other days, we'll talk about the other hats. And uh, uh, But today, as deputation director, um, you've helped and you are helping several people get from uh, the surrender to all the way to the service, to the mission field. And so let's fill in some of those gaps if we could. Um, You've helped a lot of people. You are helping them right now. So Tell me what deputation means. I realize our friends know this, so we'll jump yeah. into the technicalities and give them some tools uh, that they could use. Uh, but for maybe someone who doesn't know, what is the word deputation? Where does that even come from? What, what deputation? What is that supposed to mean? Sure. Well, um, the way I always like to describe it, and I do describe it at churches, because I get a lot of people ask me that. What, what is deputation yeah. and why is it called that and things like that? Well, I always liken it to the fact that um, the, we have a job to do, and uh, the fact is we're at war. And uh, God wants the gospel to get to the world. Satan does not want that. He wants sure. to blind the, the, the eyes of the of those that are lost. And so uh, it, just like in the old days when there would be someone that committed a, a crime, uh, that they would send out a posse. Yeah. And what the <laughs> sheriff would do, he would deputize different people and send them out on behalf of the town, right? They would represent the community. They would represent those that wanted this to take place, but not all of them could go. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is with missions as well. And I, I, uh, the reason why it's called deputation is because we're deputizing people and we're sending them out on behalf of the church. The whole church is responsible for getting the gospel to the world. But there's only so many that are going to go. We need sure. more, of Amen. course. We yeah, need yeah. a lot more. Yeah. And uh, you know, some I've even heard. Well, if everyone goes, then there'd be no one left. But I don't. I don't think that's ever going to be the problem. It's usually sure. the yeah. other way around. But anyway, so uh, the the church needs to uh, send people out on their behalf. Every church is responsible. Many pastors I talk to, they fully understand this. Amen. They they get the fact. In fact, I, one church that I was at recently um, over in North Georgia, they said that. Uh, he said up in front of his church, he said, uh, the, de- uh, the, the missionaries don't need us. We need them because they, they're to represent us. We have a responsibility to get the gospel to the world, and we're sending them on our behalf. Yeah. And Amen. so that's exactly what deputation is. One of the things that is, is difficult when you're uh, wanting to be a, a missionary is the fact that you need uh, to live somehow, mm-hmm. and uh, you want to be able to do that, but you're going to another country, and oftentimes you can't work. And Plus, the, the work is so great, and the need is so great. We need full-time yeah, workers amen. that are dedicated to it. And so uh, what we do is that the, the, the missionary... He goes out to different churches and he visits them and he presents the need of what the where they're going, the ministry that God has called them to, and then the church can decide, yes, I want to get behind it. This is a missionary. We realize we have a responsibility, so we want to get Amen. we want to jump on board with that missionary. And so that's what deputation is. It's it's just partnering, finding the ones that are going to the field, uh, partnering them with the churches out Amen. there. And thankfully, I mean, uh, independent Baptists are the. I think are doing a fantastic job. Many people say that deputation is broke, but I don't think it is. I think it's right. uh, because there's so many things, and we'll get into that in this podcast. There's so many things that need to happen during sure. that time of deputation that that wouldn't happen if they just went immediately to the field. Yeah. And you know, some are ready to go. Uh, 
right away, but others are not. They sure. need they need that time. Yeah. And so it's so a this great time. Ministry of deputation. Um, so let let's assume that our our listeners, our friends out there, they say, um, okay, I know what it is. I've already done it. I'm on the field. Or uh, yeah, I've already explained it. Um, so let's help those that are on deputation, those that are coming back on furlough. Uh, you offer, um, you su- suggest some very good books um, to those that are preparing to head out on a deputation. So why don't you share uh, what those books are and a little bit about those books? Okay. Uh, not to be uh, funny, but I believe the Bible is the there first one. I mean, you, <laughs> you know, one of the biggest things that I think is so important that I talk to the guys that I, that I work with. Uh, and those that were preparing for deputation and things like that is their walk with God. They need to be uh, walking with the Lord. They need to be seeking Him. They need to be spending that time with Him. And I always thought uh, before I surrendered to full-time ministry, I just, you know, you kind of think, well, of course, they're walking really close with God. But just like in the secular world, uh, it's easy to get busy doing the work sure. and, and losing that. So I, I think the first thing is they need to be in the Word of God. And I'm, I'm not being funny there. It's so important. You yeah, could get busy and do all the things that we're going to suggest. And if you miss that point, you're really missing everything sure. because that relationship yeah. with the Lord is so vital. And so that, but there's a couple of books that um, I, I, I have the guys read that I'm uh, preparing for deputation. Uh, it's called, um, the first one is called... Uh, the Anatomy of a Prayer Letter. Uh, it's by Adam uh, Riviero, and I hope I get his name right there. Um, but that's a good book. It just talks about how to write a prayer letter and different things like that. I really encourage our uh, guys to um, write a prayer letter at least once a month uh, because uh, you know they need to be keeping in communication. It helps them as well as they think about and pre- prepare the prayer letter uh, about what they're doing and 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 how they can uh, it's amazing how it encourages them as they write that letter even though it's tough at times to talk about sure. yourself of course and talk about what you're doing and and you may you know Satan may say like well what, what why does anybody care about that those kind of things yeah. but it's so important and he just goes through he talks about the purpose of the prayer letter he talks about uh, you know just the need for it he just outlines it's 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 a pretty simple book but it's a very good book and I think it just um, outlines yeah. some yeah. different things now we have missions class every Friday and mm-hmm. um, I remember one specific Friday that you actually taught on the book, um, yeah. and I still have the notes. I thought it was fabulous, um, yeah. and so I appreciate that very much. What are some of the highlights, um, because this could actually help anybody that's serving the Lord on the field, uh, what are some highlights of the writing a prayer letter? If we can maybe mention some of those things before we get to the next one. Sure. So, you know, he talks, like I mentioned, he talks about the purpose, but he talks about that you want to talk about the ministry. You know, that's mm-hmm. very important, uh, that, that that should be the focus of it. Um, a lot of times, if you don't know the purpose, then you can easily get off from the sure. topic. And, and so he uh, talks about that need. And of course, that's what that's what the church wants to know. What What is it that their investment in you is doing, uh, you know, where you're serving in the ministry? And so he talks about how, how to make sure that that's in there. Talk about um, um, the different aspects and 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 I know that it can get very difficult on the mission field it can be very difficult serving the Lord at times but we want to talk about the things that God is doing through us and mm-hmm. and and God should be doing something through us as we sure. seek him again that's why I talked about the importance of, of staying close to God, because as we do that, then God is using our yeah. lives and, yeah. and directing us and guiding us and helping us in the ministry. And so you want to make sure that that's a big part of the prayer letter. Of course, uh, touch uh, talk about your family as well and how things are going there. And then, uh, you know, but but the, the main idea of the prayer letter is to, to talk about what God is doing uh, through your life and how people are getting saved, how people are being ministered to, and how what the work is yeah. that you're doing. Amen. And, you know, I think a, a prayer letter is so important because 
Uh, well, for a lot of reasons, it does all of us good to reflect on what God is doing in our lives. Amen, amen. We're easy to forget that yeah. um, and start, you know, murmuring. Uh, today in my devotions, I'm in, uh, I did Exodus. I started in 16 and went forward. And in chapter 15, they just crossed the Red Sea, you know? I mean, yeah. just saw the miracle, the hand of God. In chapter number 16, they're already, you know, fussing and murmuring. Like, yeah. why'd you bring us out? You know, I think that's all of us. Um, mm-hmm. And so writing those things down are good. But also... A church's way of communication with you um, as a missionary would be a check, right? Mm-hmm. Every month they send that out. And your communication with them every month would be to send a letter, letting them know what God's doing. And mm-hmm. we all have something to share of what God's doing. It might right. not be the glamorous, you know, I had hundreds of people, you know, we all want to see that stuff. Sure. But that might not happen. But, you right. know, uh, souls are being saved or God's doing a work or, you know, things are happening in your family. There's always something to share. Well, um, so we talked about the prayer letter. What would be the other book, if you could mention that? The, the other book is um, the Anatomy of the Deputation Calendar, where he goes through and, and talks about some different things in that. Um, he talks about um, how you, you need to make sure you have a full calendar, and he talks about how you know how you prepare for that and, and the purpose of deputation and different things like that. So it's just a good, uh, a, a good way... The way he outlines it, I think, is he does a really good job with that. Now, we, of course, talk about a lot more of the things that they can do and the work that they need to be putting into it. And, uh, you know, after their walk with the Lord, they need to, uh, you know, spending time in the Word, spending time praying. They need to get busy uh, making sure their calendar is full. And so he talks about a couple of different things like that. And also we teach uh, the guys that, that have come here how to do that and, and help them along with that. So while you're on the road, um, you know, you fill up, maybe you could divide it. There's a portion that you, uh, you know, you're making your calls, the cold calls or whatever, scheduling the meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a portion that you're going to those churches. Uh, when you get to a church, what exactly is your responsibility? Maybe give us some highlights of do this in the church, don't do this, be careful of this while you're on the road. Sure. Yeah. So one of the things that I, I um, talk to our guys about is that one of the things that, you know, obviously we, we do have a purpose of um going to the churches. We'd already talked about that, the purpose of deputation. But when you get to a church, your your job there is just to be a blessing to the church, to be an encouragement to them, to help them see the need uh, around the world, to help them to see um, the, the reason why they'd want to partner and have a, an involvement in missions. And so that's our job is to minister to them. I mean, you know, it, whether they partner with you or not, that's, that's really up to the Lord and them. Uh, but our job is to minister when we get there. And so the things that we want to do is we want to get there and make sure we get there in plenty of time. Uh, we usually recommend getting there an hour ahead of time because uh, you never know what could happen on the sure, road. Yeah, uh, sometimes you're traveling <laughs> eight hours and things like that and or, or more. And so you want to make sure you get there in plenty of time for that. And then uh, get there, get set up, make sure that you're presentable and ready, your family's ready, prepare them. Uh, and different things like that. Be ready to greet people when they come in. And, mm-hmm. and you know, our job is, being, like I said, to be an encouragement to them. And so we want to be uh, cheerful and ready to be a blessing to them, uh, introduce ourselves. And, you know, some people, um, when they're at their church, they're, they're used to the people that are there. And so you have to be the, the, the one that's a little more outgoing, even though, yeah. you know, you're in someone else's house, so to speak. But, you know, it's sometimes you know, a little bit, uh, you know, depending on the, the person, some people are, are, you know, struggles with the fact that, wait, there's this new person in our church yeah. and things like that. And so our job is to go out and try to meet everyone we can and be a blessing to them and encourage them. Now, what, what could I, uh, what could somebody do to have, maybe a pastor gives, I'm sure some pastors will give two minutes and five minutes, 10 minutes, take the whole service. Uh, is there anything that, 
um, you can do? I mean, what if I've got a 30 minute message and he says, you got five minutes, yeah. you know, what, what, what does the guy do then? Yeah. Well, one of the things that we need to be ready for is those different things. And so, uh, and, and the goal is you want to tell them about the ministry. You want to tell them about how God has called you into the ministry and you want to, uh, uh, challenge them to, to get excited about missions as well. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be ready for that. You need to have a, a, a you know, 40 to 45 minute uh, time of being in front of the, the, the church, or you need to have a two minute, and you just have to prepare both of those. And I, I encourage two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes, uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then 40 minutes, and you'll know, have all those available uh, to you because you never know what you're going to get. And uh, so all the cards up the sleeve. That, that's right, yeah. And which it actually makes it quite fun, I think. I yeah. mean, it's exciting. You never know what you're going to do. I mean, sometimes you know exactly that uh, the pastoral center order of service, and so you know those things but other times it's it's last minute it's yeah. like this is what you're doing and and it makes it you know kind yeah. of fun to do but you know you need to be prepared for all of it so uh, time is a big deal yeah. um and we would stress uh you know if pastor gives you 10 minutes take eight minutes if he gives That's you right. you know uh so go under i do remember uh one church i went into i was on deputation just my wife and i um we didn't have any kids at the time we just started and i remember pastor said uh, do you have a video? He's, yes, sir. Um, all right, I want you to present. Okay, yes, sir. And he said, I want you to preach. Yes, sir. And he said, you know, he walked through all, I want you to do this. And then, I, yes, sir. And he said, um, all right, I want you to be done at this time. And I don't remember. Maybe the church, maybe it started Sunday night, 6 o'clock. He said, be done at 6.55, you know, yeah. or 7 o'clock. And so I thought, I'm going to be done. He said, uh, you preach long, you'll leave this place with a song. You preach short, and you'll go home with support. I thought, <laughs> man, I went up there, and I was firing all cylinders. Yeah. Like, Open your Bible, here's my testimony. You know, and I think he said, have your wife give her testimony, both of you. Like, so we did everything, and praise God, we finished a couple minutes till... And we got support. <laughs> Amen. So you can talk about the uh, the importance of that. Uh, well, I, I, that time. I appreciate you bringing that up. That is so important. Uh, you're going into someone else's uh, house, so to speak. You're and they have a schedule. They have an order of service. They they have a plan in place. And so the last thing you want to do is go in and disrupt that. We want to be very respective of the pastor and what he asks us to do. So if he says two minutes, mm-hmm. we're, we're you know less than two minutes. If we if he says five minutes, then we're less than five minutes. Uh, but but use your time. I mean, you know, I would say like like you. Said if it's ten minutes, you somewhere between eight and ten, but get done. Do not go yeah. over because you know again he has a plan for the service. He had you know you never know what's going on there, and so you want to make sure you're, yeah. you're very respectful of that. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ty, I appreciate you being with us today. Um, maybe there's a last minute. Um, you know we've got somebody might be listening. You know majority I would say would be our friends that are on the mission field. Um, and some of them could use this as they prepare to come back on a furlough or guys on deputation. Maybe there's somebody who's listening that has a little peak of interest. And as we close this out, what would you say something maybe to encourage them? Um, why or how God could use you in the area of missions? Sure. Uh, if you even have a, a even a glimmer of uh, interest, I would encourage you to explore that. We serve a great God. The fact is he saved us. The fact is we're going to live with him for all eternity. We only have a short time on this earth. And so we want to invest our life. You know, that was one of the things that really challenged me is I realized that I can invest in life here and it's only going to last for the life here. But if I invest in eternity, it's going to last for all eternity. That investment is safe in eternity. And so 
explore it. You know, if, if one of your concerns is, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go because how will I support myself? How will I support uh, my family uh, going forward? Know that God has a plan for that and God will provide for you. We can help you with that. And so go after it. Go after yeah. seeking God and trusting that he can use your life because he can. Amen. He's a great God. It's all about him. It's not about us. Yeah. Amen. We He just needs surrendered vessels. Amen. Amen. Ty, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate yeah. it. Amen.